This is Charlie Transmutation, and I'm not going to give you a PSA announcement because I'm going to go introduce myself to these fuckers. All right, bye! Welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. And we're going to introduce our players for those of you just tuning in with us. Starting with Ariel. Oh, changed it up. Hi, I'm Ariel. I'm playing the Warlock Osman. And I'm enjoying my slushy from our brand new slushy machine. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's what this is. Mm. Moving on. Michelle. (laughs) Uh, I'm Michelle. I play Blix, a gremlin artificer battlesmith, and I'm also enjoying a slushy. I don't hear it, so I don't believe it. Hold on, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) My straw's too big. Slushy machine. All right, Daniel, what you got? I am Daniel. I'm playing Tariff, the rogue mouseling. Oh, you remembered what you were this week? Yeah, he's a charlatan. Uh... And I guess we're supposed to do a fact, but I haven't really heard any others. But uh, I also have my own D and D world that I've made. Oh, do I feel a one shot patron episode coming? Maybe eventually. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mark, what you got? Yeah, I left you last. <laughs> I refuse to talk today. <laughs> That's not how podcasts work. Yep. <laughs> Taking a silent stand. <laughs> Against the anti peanut butter crowd in this room right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, introduce your character. My name is Mark. I'm playing the Iron Chef, known as Gaston Valjean. Uh, My interesting fact, I guess, is I like peanut butter. That's that's the interesting fact you have. Yep, that's that's what you're getting. It's more than Uh, what you gave. Very true. Uh, well, I just went over that before this episode. I'm going to do mine last. Thank you. <laughs> but why? But you should be leading by example. Uh, well, exactly. I yeah, DM. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Well, my interesting fact is I don't have one. Uh, I already tried oh, that. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I tried that like two weeks ago, <laughs> and it, it was a no-fly zone. All right. All right. All right. So all right. try um, again, Iceman. I have an obsession with collecting D and D miniatures. That's yes, he does. Nah. Not at all. <laughs> to the right of me, there's no shelves chocked full of miniatures at all. What are you talking about? I have an entire like TV stand full of them, <laughs> and they're totally not organized <laughs> by creature type or no, not at all. <laughs> they're they're really not. I have a problem. <laughs> They're just kind of everywhere. It's kind of they were organized, but then Charlie Transmutation had to come in. Uh, all right, we're gonna go ahead and jump right in. No, all right, where we last left off, you guys just got done fighting this heinous creature that resembled a succubus. Uh, after you slain her, and two of our party members are now deafened, the nobleman walked in through the front gates nonchalantly and addressed you by merely saying, now the real fun begins. So now we're going to dive right back in, and I'm going to throw it right back to you guys. Huh? Well, I, I, I mean, does it say anything else? No, he's just standing there. Uh, good. Uh, go away. Uh, to you. I mean, you weren't very nice uh, the first time you were around, so... How about you uh, turn around and go away, or you shall suffer your sister's fate? Hmm. Well, I'd like to see you try, Tin Ken. How about you just leave us alone, we leave you alone, and we just go our separate way? I I like this idea. I really do. However, there's one simple problem. I don't like the man that brought you here. See, we have a shall we say, disagreements with one another. And I'd like to settle these so, issues. So, uh, you know the man who uh, brought, uh, brought who brought us here, huh? 
I don't personally know him, but I know of him, and I've ran into him a few times, yes. Do you but know his name at all? Uh, where he comes from? Uh, anything like that? Uh, he goes by the name of the Unknown One. <laughs> oh, that's very creative, eh? Mm, very. Then why don't you take your beef up with him and leave us alone? Well, that's what I'm about to do. As he takes his hands up and he... The entirety of the atmosphere becomes heavy. And you feel slowed for a moment. And as you look around, the guards that were surrounding you, their movement is almost completely still. You can see subtle movements, but not much. Galvin and the Emperor, just on the other side of you guys, are both crumpled over with their hands held over their ears, bleeding. And they, too, look slowed. Almost to not moving at all. And he looks to you forward. He says, now that we have a little bit of privacy, I have a proposition. Uh, $20 for two hours and uh, <laughs> 50 for the whole day, huh? This is not a sexual proposition. Good, because I have no sexual components about me. I, anyway. What's he saying? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. What is with these two? Uh, your sister kind of diff on them for a while. <sighs> what did he say? He didn't say You should thing. leave them like that. I just see mouths I moving. I would if I didn't have something to do. So he kind of walks over to you two and he places his fingers on your forehead. And then you feel this radiating warmth through you and then excruciating pain as your eardrums grow back. Hey, I can hear now. <laughs> that hurt. Good. Now that that's settled. What? <laughs> the proposition. I once again... We'll reiterate, I am not one for fighting. All right. Are we ready to make a deal? What was the deal? I suppose we are. Good. I will leave you to your business. As long as you do not pursue me in any way. No matter what your friend says you do this I will leave here peacefully no harm will come to you and uh, what do you want uh, in return for us leaving you alone nothing all you have to do is not pursue me as I have already reiterated you ten can sorry I do not pay attention very well hmm. maybe you can't hear <laughs> Maybe I should turn you into a rat on a stick. You know, I was mouse snapped once. It <laughs> <laughs> was like a week ago. Could you just like uh, leave it alone? No, I can't. <laughs> he doesn't like to talk about it. Leave him alone. Yeah. Besides that, rats make terrible food. They're too greasy. At any rate, do we have a deal? I suppose... Good. And that little box of yours? Keep it far away from me. Why is that? Uh... Because I'll rip your head off and devour your soul. That's why. But uh, didn't you want it uh, no more than a couple hours ago? <clears throat> True. It wasn't until I realized what it was. At any rate, we have a deal. So what would have happened if we did give it to you? I do not know. I don't care to find out. Besides, it's shattered into a million pieces anyway. Deal or no deal, I don't have time for this. Uh, the banker says... <laughs> deal. Yeah, I guess it's a deal for me. And Sorry. you? No deal. Well, then I guess I'll have to spill your little secret. So, so this box is on the ground in pieces, right? Yes. I have and we haven't to actually move, heard right? the deal. We're mm -hmm. just like... Okay. No, you, you've just been told the deal. The deal is we leave him alone. Okay, well, I'm going to pick up the box and pieces and stick them in there. Mm -hmm. So as he was talking, I was in my pocket, right? Okay. 
I'm throwing a vial of alchemist fire on him. All right, roll. Roll, see if you hit. Dex, dex, dex attack, yeah. Dex base. Dex, dex, dex. I wonder how many more times I can say that. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, <clears throat> that does not hit him, but Alchemist Fire still does splash damage. You do hit near him, so go ahead and roll a d4 worth of splash damage. Three. So as you throw this vial, it soars through the air and crashes at his feet. Some of the vial fluid uh, spills onto him and sets his feet ablaze, and he kind of quickly stomps it out. Do you think your parlor tricks will affect me? Hold person. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's me. Oh, sorry. I, I will roll. I will do the rolling. Uh, it is a... Wisdom. Wisdom, I thought. No! He fucking failed. What is it, an 18 to pass? I think so. Oh. Check for me. What do you get? Six? It's a 15. Yeah, a six. I rolled a two on the dice. Chop his head off for me. Um, Chop his head off for me. He's standing there cool and collected right now. All right. I guess I'm the only one tall enough to do so. Okay. Since you are pulling your weapon out, I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. And go ahead and tell everyone at home what your fear is. Uh, He is afraid of cockroaches. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, what did you roll? 21. 21? Mm-hmm. You did not save. By one. By fucking one. All right, so as you go to swing your blade, you see roaches climbing out of your armor onto the blade. And then you look down, and there are roaches climbing out of every inch of your armor. Okay. You are terrified. You now have a point of terror. All right. So he is sitting there trembling and shaking and just looking all around his body right now. Small creature. Gremlin? Kill him. Well, he obviously did something to him, and can we we see the roaches? No. He obviously did something to him, and I... Mouse. Don't know what they did. You could help me. Let's do it. I can't hold him much longer. Come on, hurry up. You can stand on my shoulders and behead him. I wasn't asking you. Hurry up. I'm going to go behind him and attempt to climb him. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Roll me a constitution saving throw. You know I'm going to fail it. Probably. (laughs) Natural 20 was passing. Yep. Hmm? Nope, not close enough. What'd you get? You said constitution? Yep. 16. Nope. No. So... Tell everybody at home what your fear is. Apparently, I'm afraid of clocks. All right. So, as you get ready to strike from behind. Well, I was going to climb him and then. Okay. Him. So, as you get ready to climb him, just as re- about you're about to plunge your dagger into him, you hear the tick tock of several clocks going off at once. And you fall off of his back onto the ground and hold your ears. And as you're sitting there looking up at the sky, you start to see floating clocks. Around your head. You now have one point of terror. Nothing happens except for you can't take any attack actions at this point. So no attacks, no bonus bonus actions. Anybody else want to take a swing? What's he wearing? He is the same guy from before. So he's got the slick black blonde hair, the jewel encrusted clothing with gold lace. He's very uh, so nothing, elegantly no dressed. Armor. No, no armor. Uh, I'll try to hit him with my hammer. Go ahead and roll me a uh, constitution saving throw. As you get within five feet of that swing. Okay, so 19. No. And tell everybody at home what your fear is. Germs. Germs. Yuck. So as you get ready to swing, you smell 
this terrible, nasty odor, and you look up to him, and he's covered in filth. Ugh. So you kind of, your hammer grows weak. It just drops to the ground. You kind of drag it back, and you run back, and you're like, ah! Uh, one point of terror for you as well. So he kind of looks at you and goes, are we done playing this game? Well, clearly, since, you know, they're uh, morons. You have quite the temper on you. you. How long did it take you to figure that out? And why don't you try to kill him? We all know why I can't. Uh, no, we don't. Why? Because I can't. See, now <laughs> it sounds because like you're no. making excuses. We're all morons, but we attempted. Yes. Yeah, and failed. And we didn't even see you attempt. That is true. Yeah, because I'm holding him. Hmm. Well, uh, that's I will say excuse. at this point, all of your illusions have disbanded. But the effects have not. <clears throat> I'm only hearing excuses. I think you should try. Nope. Well, if you're quite finished, he kind of shakes his hand and your hold person spell is no longer effective. That sucks. Why don't you just go away? Go away. I simply wanted to make a deal and you refused my deal. Yeah, it's a terrible deal. So we would have just left you alone. Had you leave us alone or at least me? Why would I leave you alone? When you Why would you bother with me? Existence? You don't even Wait, know who I am. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting very confused on the relationship here. You are not telling the whole truth, elf person. Yeah, I oh, know. Because she's not an elf. What? Go ahead and tell them, or I Now, will. I might not be able to swing a knife at him, but I am confident that I can take her down. Why would you want to? Because you're not telling me the truth. Does anybody ever tell the truth all the time? No. I do. Do I need to tell my whole story to three strangers I just met? Yeah, you hired us. We've been driving I together. didn't hire you. Well, you're in charge of us, so technically you kind of hired what us. A, what a monthly crew you are. Yeah, and what an idiot you are. Now bye. Such terrible words from an Asimar. Bless you. Let us stop playing games. He snaps his fingers, and the illusion spell that has been over you this entire campaign is disbanded. So why don't you go ahead and tell everyone what they see in front of them? They see Osman. No, they don't. <laughs> Damn it. I was trying to stay Osman for as long as I could. <laughs> I guess that's what you get when you don't tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, to three strangers I never met before. Anyways, you see a six foot five, gold eye, silvery skin, golden haired woman standing in front of you. Elf person or? Nope. Just human features, right? Human features. Human features. So my big old ears so go down. Now we have to remember that she is a she and not a he. And we just figured, we just, we just got it right. Now, the secret's out of the bag. I warned you. Oh no, I'm shaking right now. Ooh. You should. I'm not, really. That was sarcasm. The deal. Is not on for me. Well, it seems to be that three versus one. And I've quite ruined your, shall we say... Facade. Facade. Why are why were you disguised? I'm quite None content. of your business. Uh, we're traveling with you. We have a right to... I'll hold you a bargain. In order to ensure that you do, I suggest we enter a blood pact. Uh -uh. That, that is uh, nope. That's, quite, that uh, involves germs. That is quite hilarious on my part, huh? Seeing that uh, no blood exists inside this hollow armor. Oh, but you do have a soul, correct? Nobody touches the soul. <laughs> Somebody's touched your soul, <laughs> and they're going to die for it. <laughs> assured, Don't touch me. <clears throat> assured, be assured that uh, when they find the person, they will die. At any rate, 
A blood pact with you three would ensure the deal. Germs. I'm not happy. I'm upheld to the same standards as you. If I ever hunt you down for any reason, I will also be completely bound by the blood pact. What, uh, what is the uh, terms? You don't follow me. You don't preserve me. You have nothing to do with me. My name is mentioned in the wind. You've never heard of me, nor am I of any interest to you. And I will do the same for you. And if the deal is broken, the consequence? Yes. Your soul will be eternally bound to the hell flame within Avernus. I don't like this deal. Same deal applies to me. Mouseling. I can't hunt you down. I can't find you. I can't do anything about you. Mouseling, tell him you don't like the You don't exist to me. But it seems like the person... Well, the not so elf person is uh, not so elf person. <laughs> <laughs> the person who is manipulating her uh, seems to be interested in you, and you interested in him. So as long as she is around, then I cannot make that deal. So either one of you... Do you have some sort of eternal bond to this Asimar, or...? No, but it seems that, uh... It seems that somebody wants me around to help uh, at least guide somebody in the right direction of, uh... You know, the law. Seems that, uh... (coughs) Sorry, there was something... Well, then, as you won't take (coughs) the deal. I cannot... I guess that if we ever run into one another again, I will destroy you and your chances of ever being mortal again. Are we understood? That uh, hope is slowly slipping away day by day, so you'll be doing me a favor. I will turn you into a rat on a stick. I like my blood in my own body. He's uh, technically not a rat. He's a mouse. <laughs> Mouseling. And uh, that was mouse you, <laughs> I will ensure that you survive an eternity in a pit of disgusting ooze. That's if we don't kill you first. Oh, that won't happen. Oh, God, you're so obnoxious. <clears throat> Shut up. That makes two of you. Before I leave, I will give you my name. Don't care. <laughs> what is it? The plagued one. And on that note, he turns on his heel, walks back to the gate, and as soon as he hits the gate threshold, I need all of you to roll me a perception. Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say, the wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave-sanctioned network, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out. One giant germ. <laughs> oh, Eleven. Shit. Eleven. Okay. What are we rolling again? What is this? Perception. Perception. Twenty-four. Okay. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> One better than me. <laughs> Four. Why do you guys suck at rolling? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so as soon as he reaches the gate, you see, you just out of the corner of your eye, you see this cat-like creature in a pirate hat and overcoat who seems to be slowly falling from the top of that 120 foot wall down to the ground right and as soon as he hits the gates and he claps his hands the atmosphere around you ceases to be heavy anymore and movement goes back to a normal speed and the cat just lands right in front of you guys. And he's gone. Cat's stand in front of you, and he just kind of uh-huh. straightens his hat out, 
Am I back to Osman now? Yeah. Sweet. This is much better. Well, hey, it's Charlie Transmutation. How the hell are you? Uh, things are a bit uh, Quick, mouse, rocky. Quick, my bag. He'll eat you. This I'm... fucking guy. This guy. Throw sand in people's face. I like you. You're my oh, kind of people. Never mind. You're good. I have a lot of sand. I'm gonna turn. And... <laughs> I'm gonna turn around and start walking away. Okay, bye, Broody. I'll yeah. just keep walking. She's a bitch. Yes, uh, it appears so. So, quick question. Uh, just a uh, gee whiz. Uh, she is a he now. What, uh, or what's is, happening there? Or is he a she? Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. Hey, I'm with the mouse on this one. He's a she. She's, she's a... I don't follow this storyline at all. What like, the... the DM really needs to get his shit together. What's a DM? What are you talking about? You did... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <clears throat> anyway, I'm here as a plot hook. What's that? Uh, I mean, I know what the plot hook is, but there's no plot here. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, and I'm going to yell and say, hey, uh, not so ill person anymore. <laughs> Where's your stupid patron to Yeah. bring us the uh, reward that we were promised? Where's your stupid Patreon? At Chad. Chen, Chen. I'm just gonna keep walking. I'm not gonna turn that around or acknowledge. That he said. Okay, bye. I'm gonna charge after her. Okay. Charlie's just gonna stand and talk to you two. So you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not running. I'm just walking. Yeah, I'm so. charging. And yeah, tackling <laughs> her. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead and roll me a save a hit then. <clears throat> uh, what, what would that be? Uh, just a. Uh... Like uh, uh, strength, athletics. Just make an attack roll. Okay. Just make a normal attack. For simplicity's sake. That would be a nineteen. That hits. <laughs> yeah. I think your armor class fifteen, right? <laughs> I <Yeah>. wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that hits. Yeah. Yeah, I'm basically tackling her to the ground. Well, she gets the chance to athletics or athletics or acrobatics her way out of this. I have neither. Oh, well, you're probably gonna tackle her to the ground. Oh yeah, you will. That's an eight. So yeah. Yeah. So you tackle her to the ground. Yep. I'm going to hold her there. Jesus Christ, you weigh a ton. And I'm going to stay here until you summon your patron. Until I get what I am promised. I can't hey, breathe. Hey, hey, uh. I'm done talking to you two, because uh, that sounds like a party over there. He just kind of runs over. Uh, it's hard to burn. She's I'm... dying. <laughs> she looks. She I'm going to go over and blow in the face. You know, just... Try to talk to both of them before they kill each other. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> this party in your pants. Is anybody invited? Or uh... I'm going to like ease up the pressure Okay. and have my knife in hand. Okay. <laughs> And I'm going to hold it to her throat and say, now, I'm going to get what I am promised. Oh, shit. We're into some kinky things here. (laughs) I have waited. Get off me then. Too long to be denied this moment. The plot dickens. I'm going to stand up and, like, grab you by the, like, the robe, shirt, whatever you're wearing. Your robes. Hold you up and basically have you hoisted off the ground. I, I can't wait to be gone away. from here. As I say, yeah, I'm You're gonna, gonna back away. Yeah, in case she flings. I'm a spell. gonna <laughs> attempt gonna to summon him. You're okay. Getting more. You're gonna attempt hand. to summon him. Yeah. Huh. Oh boy. Uh I think. Uh, I think you hear my mom calling. <laughs> okay. Bye. He just keeps running off. So. As soon as Charlie hits the gates, you see green fog roll in through them. He goes, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> he starts running back to you guys. This green fog starts to envelop the entire courtyard. And suddenly the sky turns black. The gates start to melt. And I do mean melt. The walls start to melt with them. Weren't they gold? Everything turns to black. It is just you five 
and this green mist. And through the mist steps the hooded figure. I think Charlie's with us too. Yeah, Charlie's with you too. I thought you said she's counting over here. I saw I saw the confusion. There's only four people in this podcast besides the DM. I don't know. I think it's I think it's Charlie's here too. So he's kind of like the plot hook. (laughs) (laughs) He's already told us that, but we were confused. Damn him and his fourth wall breaking bullshit. (laughs) I heard that. All right. So it's just you five, the mist, and him. He kind of walks over. I'm going to like, kind of like, half throw drop Osmond to the ground, like. Well, we delivered the box. Now I want what was promised to me. I want my body, and I want it now, or I will end all of you here, <laughs> or I will die trying, once and for all. He's kind of a cocky son of a bitch, isn't he? I like it. It's a good choice. Well, if you want it, you can have it. He snaps his fingers and the archway opens the blackness. And as you look through this archway, there's a graveyard on the other side. I'm going to start walking through. All right. So we're going to shift this to you. Okay. So as you walk through this graveyard, it is a poorly... Taken care of. There is moss growing over multiple headstones, and it's just tall grass everywhere. But through it all, you can see a tall mausoleum standing dead center of the cemetery. And as you approach, you get this feeling of uneasiness and dread. Don't know why. You can't explain it. As you step closer to the mausoleum, you're finally standing in front of the stone door. You slide it open. And as you step inside, there's a simple casket with your name upon it. Nice, faded, tarnished metal placard. And it says you died over 200 years ago. How could this be? What is this trickery? You! I'm going to, like, swing around, knife still in hand. So as you swing around, your knife just stops shy of his neck. What is this? And he... What is this lie? Takes his hand and he pulls back the hood. You start to see tentacles and things drop out of the hood. And as the hood finally reaches his neck, it's a human face. I need you to roll me... A religion check. Twelve. It's okay enough. I will say that because of your age. (laughs) You know this to be JCL, the fallen mage. That he doesn't look the way he was depicted in the artwork and statues. He looks tired and worn and full of sorrow and he puts his hand on your shoulder and he is the same height as you right now and you see a tear trickle down his cheek and he says I don't know what to tell you friend. so what I was summoned back here ripped from where I come from the heaven that I was promised by you and your gods To be a cruel joke to a necromancer. And yet 200 years ago, you gods denied us. You denied walking amongst us and interfering. I'll throw down my knife. Okay. And I'm going to turn and just like punch the wall as hard as I can. Okay. And Gaston will basically freeze right there in place. Okay. So the knife falls to the ground with a clatter and you shove your fists through the stone walls now it doesn't go through but you do crack them and break them and you freeze there and JCL walks up to you again places his hand upon your shoulder once once again and he says 
You can shut down if you'd like. I wouldn't blame you. But we have made a mistake as deities of this world. Long ago, we made a decision to not interfere with mortal affairs because of what happened when we did. I, as well as many of the other celestial beings, acknowledge that as a mistake on our behalf. Because no matter what we do, choose to interfere or not, there will always be something happening in this world. War is an inevitable consequence of life. Pain is an inevitable consequence of life. So I am here now. Go away. Don't come back until you've taught that elf or whatever she is. Some humility. There's no pain to describe what I feel right now. Nothing. And she walks around this planet like she's been denied something. She did not live a whole lifetime just to get ripped from wherever it was she was given. Just as a cruel, cruel joke to a necromancer. So leave me here. I want to be in my tomb until I have decided what is to become of my fate. I'll leave you be. But just know her fate her destiny and her life is full of just as much dread and pain as yours is. No response. Okay. So JCL leaves him in the tomb and he poofs right back into you guys. And he looks to you, Osman. What? He doesn't have his hood on. Would I even recognize him then? Who the fuck are you? Is that any way to speak to your patron? Uh, no. If I was looking at my patron. <sighs> the time for ruses is over. What'd you do with uh, Gaston? I didn't do anything with him. I merely revealed the truth. Just as I will do for each of you. Because moving forward, you cannot hold any regrets or pain in your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Osmond. You s- you, you're serious right now? That's, that's not going to happen. Osmond. Do you know who your father was? Yeah. I do. Who was it? Osriel. Sorry, kid. That's not the truth. Of course it's not. Who is it, then, since you know the truth? Do you know of the Archangel Tamriel? Sidebar, do I? No. Uh, no. Well, he is the reason that I and my siblings are here. Well, to be more precise, his trickery is the reason we're here. Is this going to be a long, boring story? I'll simplify it. He released the old ones eons ago. And because of his actions, I had to seal them away using my celestial grace. Because of that... He wants them out, but he needs my blood. But he wants their power, so he needed someone with a celestial body to hold it until he could find a way to tame it. Do you know what happened to you after slaying that creature? Yeah, I met douchebag number two. What about those voices in your head? I always hear those voices in my head. Hmm. It's peculiar how they got a little bit stronger, didn't it? It comes and goes. 
Well, husband, you are their vessel. So the more you kill, the more power you will take in, and the more appealing to Tamriel you will be. Ooh, wonderful. And that is why I have tasked you as my, shall we say, disciple. Ah, so you're just like my father, and you're going to use me too. I'm going to make you better. Ah. Even better, so then you can use me even more. I only need a favor. You choose not to accept doing this favor for me. It won't change how I treat you. There's no deal here to be made. I'm waiting for the favor. That's it. I just need you to get stronger. So you can... Fetch me my grace. So we can end this. Not like I have anything else better to do. Am I done being with these three? Oh, no. No. <sighs> the mouse amuses me, so I'm going to keep him around. And uh, the gremlin, uh, she's quite handy. And your chef friend, maybe great in the kitchen, but he's even better in uh, good scrap. So you'll stick with them as long as they stick with you. I would recommend making friends. You say this like I have the ability to be friendly. <laughs> she ain't left. <laughs> At any rate, I have one simple thing to say to the last of you. Blix. Nope. Just nope. <laughs> she says, not today, this, Satan. This is improv. It's yes and. Yes and. <laughs> Every time you say no. Gaston's gone. He's a she. <laughs> I don't want my news. <laughs> You are not, you're not quite what you think you are. A gremlin? <laughs> you're a gremlin, all right, but you're not in the same family as a goblin. So do me a favor. Stop treating yourself like an idiot. Okay. You're going to need to. Because that's easy. And if you can't get over it. At least rely on your friends to help you through. Yeah. You have friends? Because he's reliable. <laughs> he was mouse snapped. He can't help me with germs. I certainly was. <laughs> like kobolds, nonetheless. And you being mouse snapped? No one cares. Oh, everyone. That's your dark Everyone secret. cares because it stops them. No one cares. <laughs> I care. It's okay. I will warn you. I will warn all of you. Two of you here have dark hearts. Not it. <laughs> I have Call a dibs. feeling I'm one of them. I called dibs. <laughs> and on that note, you are all covered in a green mist. And yes. you are back into the courtyard as the mist settles. Even guest on. <laughs> it was just standing there with his fists against the wall. And Charlie is just, as everybody's looking around now, Charlie's just jaw dropped. What the fuck just happened? Listen to me. Uh, what was in that smoke? Because I, I saw Osmond. some weird shit. And I will continue to be Osman. As am I understood. Until the guy comes back and goes, I'm going to intimidate her <laughs> and intimidate her or try to anyways. She's going to try and fail. That's a crit. That's a, That's a crit. 20. Uh, you can roll, but if you don't get a 20. These are new dice. They're supposed to, you know, impress me today with their awesomeness. One. <laughs> Probably. 
A fui. A fui. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really impressive. Thanks, Dice. <laughs> to jail with ye. Next set. So, as she says this, you see these bone-like wings kind of sprout out of her back for a brief second, and you are absolutely fucking terrified of her. Did you see that? Did you see that? Well, I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking about being mouse-napped again. (sighs) Am I understood? Yeah, yeah. Keep your... Whatever. Well, at any rate... I'm tired of this. Uh, I found this on the ground. Uh, actually, it came out of my throat and onto the ground, but you can have it. That's disgusting. It's fantastic. Here you go. And he hands you this whistle. Ew, don't blow on that. As you germs. take it in your hand, you look at it, and it is an ornately carved whistle with skulls on it. Three skulls, to be precise. And as you feel it in your bare hand, it feels like bone. And he says, okay, uh, that's uh, that's all I got to give you. Fuck you, DM. All right, bye. And it just takes off running. What's a DM? I asked that earlier. <laughs> Dumb mutt. <laughs> but that's a cat, not a donkey mule. Doormat. I need a drink. I'm going to go get a drink. (laughs) All right. So you guys all going back to get drinks after this ordeal? I mean, the guards are busy helping the emperor. Because he's deaf? Nobody really gives a shit about you guys right now because the emperor is in excruciating pain. I want to kind of go off in my quiet little spot and... Kind of glue this box that I gathered back together. All right, so you're gonna go. Well, what's Gaston gonna do? He's standing right there, not moving. Okay. Gaston so, can go with me. He won't tell yeah, anybody. Yeah, Gaston's not gonna move. Okay, I'm going. Still going to get a drink. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I'm out. Like I can lift him up or anything. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, you guys have a cart. <laughs> Yeah, oh, wait, but I weigh about a thousand pounds of metal. <laughs> we could push him over onto the cart, but uh, how do my... you think a suit of armor weighs a thousand pounds? I'm eight feet tall, and there's no way that weighs a thousand pounds. It's really thick metal. <laughs> it's really thick metal. What do you think they made me out of tin foil? <laughs> uh, anyway, so you're headed to the tavern. You're headed with her. What are you gonna do? Mm-mm. Going off by myself, remember to glue this box back together. Yeah. You're going to head off to the tavern and then go off by yourself, right? Okay. Yeah. I'll wait till she's out of sight and then I'm going to try and follow her stealthily. <laughs> okay, first of all, we know that's not going to happen. Romeo is dealt. Good, you can help me glue it back together. <coughs> 12. <laughs> okay, Romeo perception. Well, what's your passive perception? 12. <laughs> so, yeah, that ain't happening. Nah. Come on, you can help me. She may say that, but I'm going to keep sneaking like <laughs> as I'm trying to follow her. You know I can see you, right? Shh. No <laughs> one can see me. Oh my God. All right. So on that note, uh, we're going to go to the tavern. We have old... Uh... Osman? <laughs> Osman. Wow. <laughs> I drew a blank. Uh, Yeah, Osman uh, is now sitting at a table enjoying his draft. And Blix and Tariff walk in. Got my name right. And you guys see him sitting at a table drinking a draft. Well, I got something to do first. And then I'll just say, hey, and then go... He will say, sayonara. Yeah, I need to put this box back together. Bye. Um, Tariff, what are you doing? Yeah, I got something to do, too. I'm going to make, like, this cheese and keep eating. I'm just a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I just ignore both of them and go back to drinking. All right. 
Well, as you're drinking, a crew of heavily armored soldiers come stomping in and they throw an inanimated, stiffened Gaston down (laughs) on the ground in front of you. We believe this is yours. Also, we are informed that the Shogun is requesting an audience with you and your members to discuss the happenings of earlier today. Cool. When's that supposed to be? Immediately, as they pull out shackles. And that is where we're going to end the episode. Ha ha. Ooh, someone's getting shackled. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing All you right. disappeared for a while, huh? <laughs> two, the two of the shadiest characters go, no, deuces. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Hey, everybody. It's the Almighty Crit. Thanks for tuning in and listening again. Big shout out to Tom on the Dungeons and Dragons Lurecast on the Robots Radio Network for the magical whistle that we're going to demonstrate next episode. If you like Dungeons and Dragons and you like lure, you'll love the Dungeons and Dragons Lurecast. As always, the theme song and outro were done by Joseph McDade. Check them out in the link below. And if you don't want the fumbling for and the Almighty Crit Fund to stop here, you can always chat with us on our Discord. Link's also down below. And finally, please rate and review. Tell a friend. We'd love to share this. It's amazing, it's fun, and we love doing this. All right, guys, till next time, keep those crits natural. Long gone are the days where people sing about West Virginia as almost heaven. After nuclear war and disease, it's far from heaven now. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story podcast, is a tale of survival, conflict, and hope set in the Fallout 76 game world. Join our survivors on their journey to reach that almost heaven once more. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and many other great podcasts and apps. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story, available now.